Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. From the ragged heart of the Rust Belt, this is Great Lakes Confidential with your hosts, Angie and Marty. I get to be Marty now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sort of. Okay. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Hey, babe, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I know we're so awkward. Yeah. All How right. are you doing? We are we recording? Been... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that was the thing that was happening yet. Marty usually points at me and then I, okay. and then I know that it's time to go. Okay. So, hey, <laughs> I am Angie and this is Great Lakes Confidential and uh, this is another one of those different types of shows where Marty's not here with me tonight to record, but I have a, a pretty good friend of mine here with me, Mike Bobbitt. Hello. Hello. The How- real Marty was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um, tonight, Mike is going to educate us on something that pretty much every Michigander sees this the sign and goes why what is what is the story behind this so mike's gonna tell us about it but before you tell us i do want to say that um this is a family show i know but (laughs) but i gave you a pass because it's kind of teetering the line of is it appropriate is it not appropriate so we'll see what happens because i don't know the story so it could be super like or it could just be very vanilla so i don't understand like you act as though there's some sort of like innuendo yeah 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 i mean once or twice i've heard some things so all right so let's so you're gonna tell us today about exit 69 of i-75 big beaver road (laughs) there's a part of me that's like i still can't believe i i i green lighted this but (laughs) but let's 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 find out what happens let's let's hear the story well I grew up in Troy, which is where Exit 69, Big Beaver Road, is. So it was something that I was always familiar with, and I wasn't aware until I moved to L.A. And my friend Kelly, who also grew up in Troy, mailed me a T-shirt that just had the sign, Mm -hmm. Exit 69, Big Beaver Road, where I was like, oh, I guess this isn't just 
a thing that teenagers and Troy <laughs> snickered at. This, I guess this is bigger than that. Yeah. And I went down a wormhole and I realized it's kind of like a state landmark. Like people will drive. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, I remember like when I was younger and we'd, we'd come down from like Flint and go to Detroit to hang out. We'd pass that exit and we'd, you know. As high schoolers, we thought it was funny and mm-hmm. same thing. We were like, you know, I wonder why that says Big Beaver and it's exit 69. Ha ha. Yeah, it's, you know, there's a lot of funny named places across the U.S. I mean, in Michigan, we have Hell, Michigan we and we have Climax. Climax, Michigan. Yeah. And, you know, there's yeah. like Big Bone Lick State Park, not in <laughs> Michigan, but, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff places that bring out the beavis and butthead in us yeah, oh yeah, yeah 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 i guess i just never realized that it was bigger than michigan like i i realized that like different names for places you know are weird or whatever right. but i didn't realize that people outside of michigan were like like tourist destination type situation i had oh, yeah. no idea <laughs> yeah i i think that exit sign is right up there with like the world's biggest golf tee as one of those like odd side road attractions yeah, that yeah. you can just go, all right, I got my picture taken next to this thing. Uh, <laughs> so I have known the origin of Big Beaver Road pretty much my entire life. Okay. But it was my mission for the podcast to uncover if there's any nefarious or, you know, juvenile uh, road uh <laughs> people that were like hey let's do this Uh, because big beaver road is actually known by multiple names it's mostly uh known as 16 mile road oh because you know like anyone outside of michigan even knows like eight mile because of the eminem movie so every mile going north from like the detroit border well actually within detroit because eight mile is the northern border of detroit but, you know, nine mile, 10 mile, right. 11 mile. So, um, si- yeah, Big Beaver is Metro Parkway. If you're in Macomb County, it's 16 mile road pretty much universally. It's only Big Beaver in Troy. And then it kind of changes to Quarton. But, you know, it's 16 mile road. Yeah. 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 So I was trying to figure out why not just call it 16 mile road. Right. You know? <laughs> uh, and uh, I ended up discovering a lot i i kind of want to save the explanation till the end because uh it's a really short explanation okay. of how it came to be <laughs> so, turns out a guy just got fired from his job and that was his, <laughs> that was his parting gift to, to the state of michigan yeah i told you yesterday that doing research there was something that i there was an image i had in my head for like 30 some years that that image went away and i realized how completely stupid that was <laughs> Troy was founded in the uh, 1827, and before that, it was just the village of Big Beaver. And it was named that because near it was the Big Beaver Dam. And for years, I imagined that there was this giant <laughs> cryptid, like, <laughs> humongous beaver <laughs> that built right. this noteworthy dam. Just hangs out with Bigfoot. And... Yeah. <laughs> Never crossed my mind that it would just be a family of beavers that built a big dam. <laughs> I thought it was the beaver that was big and not the dam. And uh, 
Yeah, so finally at 49 years old, I realized there was never a giant beaver monster <laughs> running around what is we now We could the... start that, though. Yeah. That could be a, yeah. That's the next truth cast. Yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Troy was largely like a, a small farming town. Even um, it started getting more industrial after World War II. But even when I was growing up, there were still a lot of farms. Mm-hmm. Uh, our backyard opened up into uh, a series of people that owned the land. I grew up at 18 in Dequinder and, you know, it was all like fields that, you know, unused farms, but, you know, it was one of those cities that you could go and get the fresh ears of corn mm-hmm. and tomatoes and stuff like that. And that big beaver area now is pretty in, like metropolitan, like yeah. there are giant buildings there. Yeah. Uh, it was back then the headquarters to Kmart which was probably like the big noteworthy thing which of course not anymore I worked at City Hall which was right on the corner of Livernois and Big Beaver and like the original high school Troy High was there but that was torn down now there's like a super deluxe Troy High School that's north but like Big Beaver Road's pretty fascinating that they're trying to turn it into like a, a super boulevard to have that area be designated as like a real downtown area really and yeah there and like troy is pretty phenomenal like right on the border of troy and birmingham you have the somerset collection Mm -hmm. it's not a mall it's a collection of boutique (laughs) stores (laughs) and uh so yeah 16 mile road is a real happening place and then i-75 has kind of a, a cool history too where you know it stretches basically to canada to the southern tip of florida yeah like the northern point of i-75 is the international bridge in Sault Ste. marie that heads into canada and then it goes all the way down to i think like naples florida and the stretch where exit 69 is used to be a native american trail that stretched from saginaw to detroit Oh, okay. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I didn't realize that a lot of the highway systems would have just been built on existing trails, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. Well, and the, the highway system wasn't a thing until the 50s, I yeah. believe. So... So, yeah, I mean, all of that was just, you know, back, quote unquote, back roads. It was just all trails and back roads. (laughs) Yeah. And Troy was like you're in Redford now. And like even in like post high school years, a lot of the residential streets in Redford were not paved. Mm -hmm. And that's how it was in Troy in the 70s when I grew up. I-75, much like Big Beaver Road, 16 Mile Road, is known by different names. Mm hmm. Uh, it's the Fisher Freeway, named after the Fisher brothers who formed uh, Fisher Body, which later became GM. And uh, it's also the Chrysler Freeway, uh, of course, named after Walter Chrysler, the founder of Chrysler. Now, is that like, is that, that's not the whole from top to bottom, right? Like, No, it's just, just, it's little segments. Yeah. yeah. But for our area, those are the other two. Okay, gotcha. And then, you know, as you go more north, there are other names for it where it's named after other monumental people from history. Gotcha. So you said at the beginning that everyone was aware of it, you know, the mythos of Exit 69. (laughs) Not true. 
I reached out to Lloyd Baldwin, who is the historian for the Michigan Department of Transportation, and um, <laughs> I you know, wrote a very professional email. I used our business email address yeah. that we have for Joy Road <laughs> Media because I figured if he you know, looked at my off the mic email, he would just be like, ah, this is some sort of comedian. Right, you know, right. It'd be like Mo from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> when I find you kids. So, you know, like I said, I'm sure you get periodically a lot of emails asking you about this. And he uh, wrote basically like, nope, you're the first. <laughs> It's so strange to me. I know. I don't know what that says about me. Well, does it say something about you, though, or does it say something about other people? And I'm not putting down any of our listeners, but I mean, if you're, you know, like we're naturally very inquisitive people. And I know that if I have a question about something, I'm going to seek out the answer pretty much at all costs. And that, and that includes emailing random people in the state of Michigan to see if they know the answer. So, yeah. But I mean, like, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it does say something about you and I that we're just so Oh, yeah, definitely. That, you and I yeah. are... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we are kind of like we we do have personality of like a 13-year-old boy. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. you know, like your first foray into podcasting was about <laughs> mental health. Right. Yeah. Angie, you and I are not playing with no, full no, decks. No. <laughs> All right. Why I'll does my deck have nine Joker cards? <laughs> right. Exactly. I can't yeah. play solitaire with nine Jokers. Oh, well. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta get. Uh, what's the word? Not creative, resourceful. Yeah. You gotta be resourceful when you've got nine yeah. jokers in the deck. <laughs> Which is why you emailed the historian. Wouldn't that be a cool job, though? Like, yeah, that's a job totally made for you. Yeah, historian of some random part of Michigan government. Here's the thing. When I was in school, and if anybody's listening, do me a favor. Don't ever tell young children they can't do something or they shouldn't do something. Because had I known that that was a job when I was growing up, I might have gone into that. I wanted to be a psychologist when I was younger, and I was told that there are no jobs you know, for psychologists. And now I find out that I could have been like an FBI criminal profiler if I had a psychology mm -hmm. background. I have none of that. So, yeah, I could have been a historian. Maybe I still will become one. Who knows? But don't ever let anybody tell you you can't do something. I'm right. off my soapbox. All right. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I asked Lloyd, uh, Mr. Baldwin, a series of questions. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, like, I was curious. I'm, you know, I hung out with a lot of hooligans in, in high school. So I feel like if there was ever any theft or vandalism to the sign, I would have been aware of it. So I also reached out to the Troy Police Department, but they did not respond back. Oh. You know, I know. It's not like they have crime in Troy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So... But I've, where did I hear that? I thought I heard somewhere that that sign has been, had to have been replaced like multiple times because of people taking it. I mean, it's a pretty big sign. I think it would be hard 
to do. Okay, then maybe, maybe plus, that was a lie. Then. Yeah, plus it's you can pretty much see the police station from the sign. Yeah, that wouldn't be very smart. Yeah, and it's a very, like I said, 16 Mile Road is very built up, so it's a very busy exit. Too. Uh, yeah, the last time I was on um, Big Beaver Road was quite a while ago, but yeah, it was. it's a treacherous little stretch of road if you're not familiar with where yeah. you're supposed to be, so... So I asked Mr. Baldwin if he knew any uh, history of vandalism or theft, and he said he he wasn't aware of any. And I also asked him if, because I imagine people are pulling over on the side of the road to take pictures, and that can't be safe. Right, right. Like I said, it's a busy area. Uh, So I asked him if there was any plans or if there's ever been any discussion about changing the name of that to, like, the city of Troy downtown area or, Mm -hmm. you know... um, the 16 mile road exit or whatever. And uh, he said uh, not that he knew of. And at this point, changing the name of an exit would probably cause a lot of confusion. Probably cost a lot of money too. Yeah. He was also not aware of the fact that local artists make t-shirts and magnets. Are you serious? Yeah. And I told him that he said that he wasn't aware of that. Huh? Is this guy new on the job? (laughs) I don't, you know what? It's how long has he been there? I really should have, gone on like uh indeed or something or whatever like (laughs) i i should have tried to look up like what he looks like yeah because i have like an image in my head and you know it's probably not accurate at all yeah uh (laughs) yeah i i think i've yeah wire rimmed glasses yeah yeah i'm i'm developing an image myself i find it hard to believe that there's never been well i'm sure there's been some vandalism at some point possibly but i I think i'm more surprised to find again it's the city of troy we did not have crime (laughs) in the city of troy the biggest thing to happen there in my lifetime was i defaced a picnic table um, I hope you have an attorney because you just incriminated yourself on a. I had in school suspension. So. For okay, it. good. It All was right, a so, picnic table so you've already paid the paid the price. Yeah. So I think what I'm most surprised about is him not realizing that it's like a popular art thing. Like people, yeah. turned it into art. Yeah, because I mean, in fairness to him, I think he's works out of Lansing, so you know it's a good ninety minute drive from there, but. His job is the Michigan Department of Transportation. Yeah, yeah. So you would think, you know, but I don't know. I mean, I grew up in West Branch. I was much farther from Troy, Michigan, and I knew about it. Yeah, so, but then, but I 75 does go through West yeah. Branch, and, it, you know, it doesn't go through Lansing. So, hmm. or I'm suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this Lloyd character was being being honest with you do you think he goes home and he has like a climax michigan sign and a big beaver sign and yes. he's just like ha, 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 ha. yeah he opens his garage door and it's just full of yes on my last day at m dot i will change the wikipedia entrance entry for both of these he's just this nefarious very nefarious uh state of michigan worker yeah. Curls his mustache when he sits in his garage staring at his Big Beaver Road exit sign <laughs> that he stole. I wonder, like, what kind of questions he normally gets, though. Because, you know, I, I did ask him, you know, how common is it for people to ask questions about this exit? And he said, as far as I know, you're the first person to ask. See, this doesn't see. I don't know. That doesn't jive. Do you think he's telling the truth? Yeah. All right. Like I said, the, the Lloyd Baldwin I have in my head is not known for a sense of humor. 
He is known for his love of history, although you have a love of Michigan history, too, and you have quite a sense of humor. Uh, yeah, I'm a little off the wall. Man, what if what if Lloyd Baldwin is someone who saw me at Connections in Lansing a lot and was just like, I actually have quite a decent sense of humor, and I own all three of your albums, and I uh, I guffaw at them quite regularly. Yeah, you know what? I hope I don't get a strongly worded email from this, Mr. Baldwin. I hope I'm being respectful enough, <laughs> because I would like to send him a link to the episode, and I am super grateful that he did take the time out of his schedule that to, is true. to answer pretty silly questions. Absolutely. I Yeah. No, I... I I think it's really awesome and it, it does prove that he is a cool guy because, you know, I, I reached out to a handful of people and he was the only one who responded. That's good. Yeah. I also asked him if there were any records of the Road Commission maybe acknowledging at the time that uh, that street, that exit might uh, cause some snickers. And uh, he was not aware of anything in the records hmm. about that. I will uh, I'll explain how it happened. Okay. <laughs> I used to pride myself on knowing way too much about American highways uh, because I was really good at navigating when I was doing comedy on the road pre having your phone and your oh, car yeah. being able to yeah. tell you. So I know that all north south interstate highways in the US end in odd numbers mm -hmm. I 75, and then east west ones end in even numbers like through Michigan, 94, 96, 696. I also knew like if I ever got turned around that the numbering for the highways start at either the southern border or the western border at zero and then they work their way up. So if I got oh. off an exit and I was driving and I was like, oh, I hope I'm going the right direction. I'm headed to North Dakota and then I look and the mile markers are going down then I'm like okay I'm headed west I never knew that yeah interesting I knew I knew the north and south east and west even odd but mm -hmm. I didn't know the exits generally speaking also addresses end in odd numbers if they are on the north or west side of a road too huh Yep, I learned that when I was driving for Lyft and Uber in Los Angeles. It would help me figure out what side of the street an address would be on. I I just thought they were randomly numbered and I mean I I real I I you know I realized that one side of the street would have even and one one side of the street would have odd, but I had no idea why. I just figured that was just the way that it happened. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So, Big Beaver Road is 69 miles of I-75 freeway from the Toledo border. That's it? It's just that. It's just a rare, silly coincidence. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's the show, folks. Yeah, and he was... <laughs> I felt bad for him because I feel like, uh, I feel like Mr. Baldwin felt like he might have let me down because at the end he said i'm sure my answers were a bit boring but expressway exits are just that way <laughs> and, i mean <laughs> but and i i wrote him back and told him thank you and i will say from having lived in los angeles for a while where the signage for exits were very willy-nilly mm -hmm. did not make there was no uniformity at all and like sometimes they were numbered sometimes they were labeled sometimes they were number numbered but not labeled he he may think that exits in michigan are boring but that boring is comforting and makes michigan easy to navigate yeah no i'm and 
And it's so inter. I don't think it's boring at all. I think it's very interesting that that's that that's the 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 science behind it. I mm-hmm. I mean that's it's simple, but I find it very fascinating that that's you know. Yeah, there's a lot of neat design that goes into science that really seems like that was thrown away in uh, California, which. I don't understand because like the highway system kind of expanded westward. Like they should have had it all figured out yeah. by the time they got there. But, you know, I, I guess, you know, that's why we have like Chinatown and stuff like they that. They're just being difficult. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a lot of corruption that went into the highway yeah. system in California. But like you can tell based on where the placement of like, you know, an exit sign in a like on an overpass is if that exit's going to be on the left or the right and stuff like that. Like it's really ingenious the way that there are subtle hints to let you know, you know, if of course it would require people to pay attention and not be on their cell phones while driving. But well, that's a fact too. But also why is that something that's not taught in driver's education? I know. Right. Like that's really important information. And now that I'm thinking about it and I, you know, growing up, I always just thought like, which part of it was because my grandparents did a lot of road tripping. um, But my grandpa could literally, you know, I always used to joke that if I got lost in Detroit, he could, I could call him on the phone. This was before cell phones, but I could pull over and call him from a payphone and I, tell him the crossroads and he would tell me exactly how to get where I needed to go. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he'd always say, why don't you have the map in your car? Well, I don't know how to read a map, first <laughs> of all, but but I, I always... I always marveled at how how much information he had in his brain to be able to visualize exactly where I was and tell me where I needed to go to be where I wanted to be. And now that you're telling me this, it's like, well, clearly he knew because he was road tripping a lot, but he probably also knew these things about signs and exits and numbers and placement that... (laughs) that I never was taught and that's how he could travel the entire country and figure out where he was all the time. I mean, this was way before, you know, GPS. And like I said, I would pull over on the side of the road and find a payphone to call him. So, and it helps with directions, knowing things like knowing that big beaver road is 69 miles North of the Toledo, Ohio or the Ohio, Michigan border. Like if you're trying to give someone directions, like, well, how do I get to Troy from, you know, Sylvania, Ohio. It's like, okay, we'll cross into Michigan. You're going to drive for about an hour because speed limit's 70 miles an hour and you have to go 69 miles. So, you know, it's going to be about an hour. And yeah, like you don't have to constantly stare at your GPS and stuff like that. And you can look around and see landmarks to help you navigate. I feel really bad because GPS has completely destroyed my sense of direction. I don't have Marty is very good with direction and and again he probably knows all of these nuances about signs and stuff that I never knew but I he, feel like there isn't a whole lot Marty doesn't know that's uh, <laughs> that is an absolute fact <laughs> yes but he you know he spent a lot of time driving and traveling doing comedy as well so he's another person that he takes the back roads all the time and and because of that like he he traveled when we were first started dating he traveled to like Charlevoix or something on the back roads and I was so scared because he it was like I don't need GPS I don't need a map I don't I just know where I'm going and I'm like how he's Mm -hmm. like you just go north or what and I'm like I don't even 
north to me is up. Like, I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't understand north, south, east, and west. I have no sense of direction at all because for the most part, I've never had to know where I was going. Yeah. That's really sad, but it's true. I've never had to know. I, when I started comedy, I could navigate to clubs that I had only been to once or twice in like, like I could get to Goonies in Rochester, Minnesota without having to print up MapQuest directions. I still had to use GPS to come here from my house in Redford for like the first six months that I was nannying. I do feel good that there are certain things like I can get to your house without having to GPS it. Mm -hmm. I couldn't verbally give anyone directions yeah but i could do it by feel and like last time i went to your house i was off by a block but you know i, I got there yeah yeah at nighttime too so, yeah, yeah that's true i feel like marty is sort of like the cliff clavin of uh <laughs> michigan comedy and podcasting where he just knows everything like cliff from cheers where he's oh like, yeah yeah where he's like all right angie <laughs> Yeah, Mike left out a big part about the Big Beaver Dam. Uh, the beavers weren't there anymore because there were a couple of French Canadian trappers, Jean Le Jacques and Jacques Lejeune, mm -hmm. and uh, they took all the beavers from the village of Big Beaver, which is why uh, it was settled by Troy Montgomery. Sounds about right. Yeah, not the actor, of course, <laughs> Troy Montgomery, but. Uh, Different Troy Montgomery completely. Yeah, that's, that's God, he my knows Marty. everything. He does. He mm. really does. Yeah. We watched a documentary on PBS last night about the Grandy Ballroom, which um, I think we'll probably do an episode on that yeah, at should. some point soon. But he knew a lot of that stuff, too. And I'm just like, OK, you know, yeah. Whatever. I wish I had that capacity to retain information I, like he does. Yeah. I know a lot of stuff, but I got to be prompted for it. I can't just mm. rattle off facts until you really start poking me in the brain like i i just can't i don't i i just my memory is so bad <laughs> yeah there might be like a flip side to it like if he were like if i were to name like the six bounty hunters that were on the star destroyer at empire strikes back he'd be like how do you even know that yeah and i'd be like what everyone knows. yeah <laughs> you know, like maybe my mind is just filled with useless stuff like not useless different <laughs> the major ports in on Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know when that'll come in handy. You might end up on a on an episode of Star Wars Jeopardy, and right. all of that information is going to come in very handy. So, yeah, don't dismiss that at all. Hey, you got I... Moss Eisley across the DC <laughs> in the Junlin Waste. There you got Moss Espa, of course. Capital of podca pod racing, podcasting. Podcasting, Jeez. wow, all right. Yeah. Got that crossover in. Um, No, I, I love this. This is... This was full of a lot of information that I had no idea. It was really hard to stretch it out to a half no, hour no, no, to just I'm... basically say, yeah, it's 69 miles north of Toledo. Still, I, yeah, I had no idea about these signs and stuff. It's so interesting. That's why I love doing this podcast. I'm like, I know a lot about Michigan, but I don't know enough about Michigan. And now I just keep learning new things and it's fascinating and yeah. incredible. And it's why I like the podcast too. It makes it's... me. Thank you. It makes me really proud to to say that I I came from this this mitten. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. 
going on in Michigan. There really is. I'm so excited. So a couple of things before we go. I do want to say to Mr. Mr. Baldwin, thank you so much for the information. I was going to say next time I'm in Lansing, but that will be on Saturday. So in the future, when I am in Lansing, I would be more than happy to buy you lunch and pick your brain if you would be. Yeah. Unless he's like, you know what I don't want to do on my day off? I don't want to deal Talk with Talk about Michigan. <laughs> I don't want to deal with these weird podcasters. Yeah. Um, The other thing that I want to- Unless wanted... he was like, tell me more about Moss Eisley. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> he's going to flip the script on you. Yeah. The other thing that I want to mention is that um, Mike is my, um, my, my partner with Joy Road Media, which is the network that we- have founded together that we're running together Woohoo! there's a lot of really exciting things that we're we're working on some new shows all kinds of just fun stuff that i yeah i hope that everybody keeps coming back for more because we got some really good shows on the network now we're bringing on some new shows and thank you for inspiring me because this initially started off as me saying oh yeah i can i can host your podcast and then kind of snowballing into creating a network and i really love being your partner and I learned so much from you not only by listening to the podcast but I learned so much from you talking about the business of podcasting and you inspire me and you motivate me and I am honored to be your partner thank you I feel the same I feel the same I'm yeah I'm really enjoying this and just excited to see what happens next and where Joy Road takes us so yeah if you guys have anything to add about exits in the the state of Michigan or roads or anything just kind of crazy and off the wall let me know you can email us at greatlakesconfidential at gmail.com follow us on social media follow joy road media on social media that's a lot of medias i guess we'll head out now yeah so text us when you get home watch out for deer bye 36 minutes not bad